Tag along with Amy and Jamie while we meet the authors Right here on Amazon Live Ask questions to win a prize From your favorite author's life So come yeah, on just yeah. Tag along with Amy and Jamie while we meet the authors Right here on Amazon Live Ask questions to win a prize From your favorite author's life Oh my gosh. If you could see us in the background, we're like dancing to that song. Hello, welcome, welcome. We are excited to have you today. We've got a really a lot of great books. We've got a lot of good deals. And we are going to bring on Joe Sevy Jackson. She is an incredible lady. She tours all over the world. She's an international speaker. She's an international author. Uh, I think she's even got a um, something coming up to where she's speaking to 400,000 people in India. So uh, we'll talk to her about that. Um, but let's bring her on. She is the author of, let me pull this up real quick, the banner, um, author of the Small Business Survival Guide. Welcome, 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 Joe Sandy. We are so glad to see you here. Um, we are live on several platforms. Uh, the main platform that we want you to take a look at is Amazon Live. So if you're not on the Amazon Live chat form, that platform, that's where you're going to go. Um, wow, awesome. Sandra says, hi, beautiful people. Wow, you get a song for the show too. <laughs> welcome, Sandra. And um, you're going to get entered into the prize wheel to win Josephi Jackson's book today. Uh, Josephi, it's so good to see you. It's good to be seen <laughs> and to be a part of all of the fun that you guys are having all the time. I see you I on your it. other shows. I'm on there buying things all the time. So <laughs> I'm excited and honored that you would choose me to be on your first show. Thank you so much, guys. Awesome. I'm super excited that you're here. Um, so what made you, how, why, why did you write this book? What, in, what made you end up writing this book? You know, that's a great question, Amy. Um, I never even thought I would even write a book like this. I've been in business for, if I tell you how many years, I'm going to give away my age, but I've been a serial entrepreneur since I was 20 years old. And um, it's been over 30 years that I've done business after business, after business, after business. I own several businesses now. And so I've experienced what it feels like to fail in business as well as what it feels like to succeed in business. So I know the feelings. I know that being an entrepreneur with a small business, it's like having your own baby. You know, you, you watch that business grow and then when something happens and your business starts to take a dive, you just get anxious, people get upset, they get nervous. You know, you just, it's like if something happens to your kid, you just want the best outcome. And so this last year uh, in 2020 during coronavirus, I was actually speaking with another colleague who um, she helps small businesses build their business credit. Uh -huh. And she was saying that her business was going super slow because a lot of her clients were actually going out of business because of COVID. And, and I'm probably like, oh afraid to, and probably afraid to borrow money too. Well, a lot of them couldn't borrow money because they that's why they were using her. They didn't they hadn't built their business credit. They didn't know how to do it all that. So I was like, oh, my gosh, just I'll give them a free coaching call. Have them come to me. And she said it's too late for some of them because they've already gone out of business. 
And I was just like, wow, I could, you know, with all of the years of experience that I've had in doing so many different businesses and having so many failures and successes, you know, you learn from that. And so I, I literally lay awake at night that night and I thought I need to do something to help people. I need to do something to help entrepreneurs, small businesses. That is the lifeblood of the country that we live in. I mean, that's what makes it's part of the American dream. People come over from other countries and they open businesses because you can't do that everywhere. And so, I, you know, I know what it feels like to have a business that that fails. And so I thought I need to help people. And that's where this business came from. It came from me staying up in the middle of the night and just thinking, I got to help people because you know, and so I, I literally that 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 was where the book came from. That's why I wrote the book. So I heard you say, Josephie, that you've had a lot of businesses and you've had that worked and businesses failed. You enjoy the most, obviously, the businesses that worked. But I'm going to tell you, I, I think being an entrepreneur, it just gets in your blood. And so I'm at the point now where I'm not afraid of failure because I know because I failed before and I was able to get back up, brush myself off and try again, like Aaliyah song, <laughs> get yourself up to try again. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I'm no longer afraid of failure because I know I'm still going to be okay. So for me, it doesn't matter at this point. No matter what I do, no matter what I try, I'm going to give it my all, give it my best and see what happens and, and make the plans for it. So I'm not really afraid of failure. You're going to you're, you're going to fail at some point in some aspect, but you don't have to quit. And that's what the small business survival guide is all about. You know, stuff's going to happen. You're going to have challenges. Some you'll win and some you'll you'll lose. You just got to enjoy what you're doing along the way. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, based on that, I have a book. Your book is below us on the camera. So if you want to get book, you can grab the small business. We also have The Fearless Entrepreneur, and it's on sale for 99 cents. 99 cents. Fearless it's normally $15. Normally $15. Bucks, it's on sale for 99 cents. So grab that deal. Also, I have a few that are at zero. They are actually completely free. So grab those deals, Dan. We've got a lot of entrepreneurial books. We've got pour down on there for zero dollars. Um, so that's another really great one. So welcome for those of you that are just joining us. Scroll over, click the follow button, and uh, yeah. So, so that's that's a great thing that you got because uh, a lot of the time working with different entrepreneurs, it's like, well, right. My only obstacle is money. I've got the idea. I've got the skills and money. Here you've got two books, uh, or at least one book that, that's zero that you take action right now. And I'm sure Joseph, you uh, in her book talks about, you know, you're going to take some action. Absolutely. And what do you think is the number one problem for small businesses right now? Mindset, a negative mindset. That is the number one obstacle for a small business owner. I actually wrote an entire chapter. Chapter two is about mindset. And so I actually on pages six and seven of my book, I talk about the steps that you need to take in order to overcome that negative mindset because you can't sell if you're thinking negatively. And if you can't sell, then your business isn't making any money. And so I talk about that in this book, but I also talk about a mindset and how we can actually change our minds 
change the way we think. Some of us have been programmed for years and years and years to think a certain way. I actually expound about that even more in my upcoming book, Thrive and Be Somebody, 11 Steps to Maneuver Life's Obstacles with Confidence. So that'll be coming out too. And hopefully it'll be on the carousel soon, as soon as it's out. Awesome. So awesome. Have, we'll definitely put it on our carousel. <laughs> so you haven't here. You've got an upcoming book. And give us that title again so people can get excited. It's called Thrive and Be Somebody, 11 Steps to Maneuver Life's Obstacles with Confidence. Oh, oh I love nice. it. I love it. You know what's interesting business-wise? Okay, I was having this, and this fascinating, and I eat at fast food restaurants. I did not know that they were on, and I don't think he's heard this either, but I was having a conversation with my daughter this morning. And uh, she was telling me how, um, she, how she's seeing on, on Reddit all of these people, like entire like the Wendy's chain, they're just literally just putting a sign on the door and leaving. Like the entire group of people are just walking out. They're tired of being crap. And, and the other thing, when you fast food companies, uh, a lot of times you only get your schedule. Week. So she was explaining to me that you get your so if somebody's like hey do friday she's like i haven't got my schedule yet changes every week and also wow. keep you under um, a 40 hour a week so they don't have to pay the pay the um fits and stuff so they view medical or anything so you're getting this wage you're getting a horribly manager that doesn't manage and you're getting really low income that she went to this potentially, pot potentially, this is happening to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> One good manager out there who loves the people and does. I'm sure there is, but she went to a fast food rest food restaurant about a month ago, uh, here in Las Vegas. I won't name what it was, but she got she got there. Lady um, at the counter, um, she was like, "My, she was exhausted. She just wanted a hamburger, and um, so she said to the uh, the lady was." sorry it's taking so long and my daughter was like hey it's fine i'm just listening to a podcast and she the lady found crying and she goes we only have two people we only have two people um, uh that know what they're doing here the rest they're all they're all being trained they're all brand new and no one knows what they're doing we're behind and then she's like and then and she's just losing it and so my daughter's like sold this poor lady because my daughter felt horrible for he's worked in fact she knew what that was like and she just tried to and the lady's like, can I give you a shake? She was like, I'm not going to name of it because it will tell you company. And she's like, I just give you a, sh a shake. She goes, but but we only have vanilla because we're out of it. So just, <laughs> I mean, this is going on in patients. And, and the thing is, is like people have made the, the these made millionaires, millionaires for these people and even give them some benefits. Like, oh my, it's just like, it's unbelievable. I had fast food benefits from university. Well, tell the me about benefit that. Was, <laughs> and I'm going to because it was delicious. Uh, <laughs> uh, Do the meat lovers pizza. I actually had Domino's <laughs> pizza in 1996 or something. I was the meat eater. Domino's meat eater. <laughs> and I actually, you that one month. That, Jamie. Oh yeah, I, I need anything, let's be honest. Um, uh, but my fast food benefit was my flatmate worked for KFC. So when he did a night shift, he brought home all the chickens and stuff. And we're like, ah! 
Good on you, Nathan. You know, guys, it's interesting that you talked about what some of these bigger companies are doing to their employees. It is the opposite. It will end up having the opposite effect on their business. I mean, imagine you've got customers coming in and employees are crying. You know, that's part of the reason why Delta Airlines, and I didn't write about this in the book, but I do know this. I know, I, I didn't put this example, but I did put the very, so chapter three is focus on your customers. Your number one customer has to be your employee because if your employees are happy, then they're going to make your customers happy because they're happy. And people aren't stupid today. You can look at somebody and you can tell if they're happy, if they love what they're doing. I mean, how many times have you walked into a business and you see employees smiling, maybe even whistling or singing a song? People, you know, that has an effect on the customer. So, you know, yeah, these, in, especially for small businesses, you have to put the employees first. Yeah. So when you walk into a store, people start whistling. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't. Work. I've seen it happen when I walked in the store. When I walk into a store, I don't get any. There's no one whistling. So real quick, JC Mama Three has just. Hey, JC Mama Three. JC Mama Three, we're gonna add you to the prize uh, draw to win Josephy Jackson's book, The Small Business Survival Guide. Woo! Awesome. And um, Sandra said, um, yes, being an entrepreneur is exciting, but I definitely agree with the mindset approach, especially with so many things you need to learn. It can be overwhelming when you're your own CEO, financial officer, tax accountant, social media coordinator, supply chain officer. Exactly. We're trying to wear all these hats. And um, oh, uh, that's a CEO stands for um, chief everything officer. Right? Yeah, that's exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, Rosemary Millwood joined us. She said, good night. I'm, where are you at, Rosemary? Are you out of Caribbean? Caribbean. Okay. I think it's night. I'm jealous you're in the Caribbean, um, but definitely sleep well. And, um, JC mama three says, hello, Josevi. Josevi has shopped alongside of JC mama yeah, three. So I have. Nice to get a face <laughs> to the name, right? <laughs> Here she is, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only, uh, Josevi Jackson herself, the author of the Small Business Survival Guide, which you can get from the carousel down below. And we're getting some inside information from the lovely lady who's a font of information, a world-class speaker, entrepreneur, business owner, and many hats that it, uh, she wear and not change the hat, but create an outstanding result for whatever personality under that hat for what that hat um, stands for at that point in time. So, we're so excited to hear and be able to delve into her. Have a question for her, like, what do you have for breakfast? That's kind of a question. Go hard, go deep with her right now. So what did you have for breakfast? Yeah, feel free to ask any questions that you like. I had um, French toast and coffee. Oh. oh. one day reset. <laughs> we cannot. <laughs> 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 I was wondering if I should say that because I was supposed to be doing the 21 day reset with you guys. I know, I know. Hey, hey. hey. That was the question. You got caught out. Yeah. That's it. Burpees now. Oh, oh my God. I'm so excited, though. I'm eating way more than I've ever eaten. I've already dropped five pounds, Joseph. Oh, Jamaica. Rosemary Millwood is Jamaica. Oh, Jamaica. I'm just wishing everyone good night. I'm not going, I'm watching. Oh, okay. Good night. <laughs> 
Good, Rosemary. We're gonna to the prize draw of these books. Yeah, I'm down five pounds. Jenny five pounds. Jenny's down a lot. I'm not gonna say her her weight, but it's more. Really it's more. The whole group of us. We're trying to catch her. Yeah, it's not a competition. Get out. Are you guys exercising on this Everybody. diet? What's that? Are you I'm also exercising on this diet, or just changing no. your eating habits? It's, eating. It's eating based on the nutritional. Uh, your body work in regards to like the latest because it's always oh, we just now discovered this which kind of counters this we discovered this yeah kind of the latest uh, like with but it's simple it's like that. eating in three basically eating every three hours and eating three things you need uh, protein and fat at every so eating every three hours so we're just like we have a an alarm yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> ironically my Told me to go eat is uh, Kung Fu Panda larger than life. Larger <laughs> than life. Bigger than the world. Now, dreams of every boy and every girl. You go, you know it, Joseph. You sing along I with me. I don't know that one. Devon. Being entered to win. Before you wrote, there was a moment somewhere predated that you had an idea. I want to write a book. What was the cat the moment, if you could think back? Think back what did say, hey, you you're phenomenal things you really need to write Or did you stub your tongue? Oh, I should write a book. Okay, so Jamie, I'm gonna show you something. I wasn't planning on doing this. These are my books. And if you notice this book right here, this is actually my very first book. I wrote this book when I was eight years old. No and it was, way. And it was published by the state of Illinois. So that is, <laughs> yes, that is, was the catalyst for me thinking one day I was going to grow up and be an author. I love it. It was that. Oh my gosh, I love it. There's an eight-year-old mind section, folks. <laughs> at eight. <laughs> at said, eight. And not only an author, but a speaker, an entrepreneur. A world class shopper. <laughs> so, Josevi, yeah, world class. Like Jamie, Jamie, you're shopping together. Game, I'm gonna win. <laughs> I want to shop. Like, I'm trying to figure out, guys, how I can get some of the free books while I'm doing this. <laughs> so, if anybody's out there and they're not downloading the free books, guys, take advantage of it because every time they are giving away stuff, I'm always one of the first ones to get it. Yeah, and if and if if you are um, if you are on one of the platforms, you got to go to um, live the free books. So you just happyhoneys.com, click live, and you can find us there. Good point. Yeah. Happy H A P P Y H O N E Y S dot Happy Honeys dot go there. Click the live. Did he just say H? He said H. Because that's what H. We have some great books, but not only that, we've got a couple free ones. We've got the Fearless Entrepreneur for ninety nine cents, normally fifteen bucks. We have. We also have. Uh, for dad for free, completely what? for free. Oh wow, that's a great book. That's rich. That's a great book. Yeah, we have three feet three feet from gold for three feet from gold. This three from gold, which is one of the um just in the rich dad. No, not rich dad. Jason three said, "I can barely figure me out at forty-two years old." 
<laughs> so Joey, what steps do you offer in the book to help small businesses? Oh, that's a great question. Um, actually, I offer 10 steps. And before I offer those steps, I actually talk about the importance of taking action. But all the steps are really the table of contents. I talk about managing your mindset, focusing on customers, conducting a SWOT analysis. If you don't know what SWOT is, it's focusing on your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities. Uh-oh, and now I forgot my own. You forgot your the T. Threats. 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 That's yeah. fine. I'm getting old. Threats. <laughs> <laughs> strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And I didn't make that up. Uh, and then I talk about creating objectives and making a plan. It's, you know, believe it or not, Amy, some people go into business and, you know, years ago, no one would dare go into business without a business plan, right? But people nowadays, they go start a business. They don't even think about a business plan. And if you're already in business, it's not too late. Start planning what you're going to do. You know, if this threat comes up, be prepared in advance. If you have a month that's a low month and, you know, you're barely making the money, you know, come up with something else. And then I also talk about reducing costs, managing your cash flow, using low cost marketing, being persistent, being creative, pivoting. You know, this last year, 2020, businesses, because of COVID, were practically shut down and a lot of them had to pivot. And so I put some examples in the book of businesses like ExxonMobil, you know, they started producing hand sanitizer or Brooke Brothers, you know, there's, it's a clothing store and they started making surgical gowns and masks. Um, T3 Expo, nobody was doing exhibitions Expo. or conventions. Exactly. So they took their trade show space and converted it into hospital space. So see, oh, wow. you know, a business can be creative and can pivot. Like just because you're accustomed to doing things one way doesn't mean that you have to always do them that same way. It's those businesses who have the creativity and the, the gumption to be able to take action and put their creative ideas into action. Those are the ones who succeed. If you can pivot, you can weather any storm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, that's just exactly it. Um, you know, businesses that are able to pivot, they're able to innovate. That's the innovators. Those are the, that's where new ideas come out. That's how we create new products or things. I was one of the things that Apple did that I thought was so well done was they didn't ask, they asked what business are you in? But then the next question they have to ask is what business are you really in? Yeah. So for instance, he said originally, um, and Steve Jobs did a whole entire day with his team where he did this when after he came back. He'd gone and he came back. And he did this entire day of the scene where he said, he said, okay, what business are we really, really in? And he said, well, we're in computers. It said, nope, no, that's not the business we're in. And what they finally came up with at the end of the day was they came up with they're in the business of connecting people with their passions. Ooh. And then they came up with the iPod. Because and that's what they do. They connect people with the music. They connect people with the friends with the iPhone. They connect people with movies, entertainment. They connect people with their passions. That's what that's their whole core of the underlying of what they do with their business. I love that. So we got a couple new people. We've got Kira in here. Kira, long time no see. We were we were doing Hi, a lot of Facebook lives. We hadn't we haven't done this in a while. 
because we're on Amazon. We're on Amazon. That's right. We're so, over here on Amazon. So come on. If you want to join us over there and enter to win, just go to happyies.com, click on live shopping, and then we've got a whole carousel of amazing books, some of them for free. Freebies, come get the discounts. Come on over. And, and then, I hope you're having fun down there in Australia. Yes. And then Dada said, yes, uh, business plan is so necessary. I think of it as a reality check. Going, what is it going to take to sustain your why? Yeah, yeah. what is it going to take to sustain your why? And getting connected with that—that uh, that is super important too. Because if we're not connected with that, we're not going to hold on to the things that we need to hold on to. Well, no. passion is a stronger energy. Your why is connected to a passion, something that you feel. You're drawn, and we always say, like the heart, the soul is here. Well, the heart is here. <laughs> Last time I checked. Oh, yeah, still there. smaller than what it was, but yeah, I'm still there. That's important. Uh, but you're, you're pulled towards stuff, you know, and that is energy. It's a higher frequency energy, it's more of a drive. So if you're uninterested in what you're doing, your your energy is low. And there's a higher degree of heart attacks on a Monday morning for people that have a nine to five job because they're dreading that going to work. So when you're an entrepreneur, you may work 80 hours a week so you don't have to work a 40-hour week, but those 80 hours a week are something that you care about, you're interested in, you're passionate about. And there's the concept of freedom. I was asked the other day as a, like, um, well, what's your hourly wage? I'm like, I wouldn't even know what an hourly wage is anymore. <laughs> it's like that. So, and it was super funny because he was asking me. I go, what? He's like, what's my hourly wage? I go, thousand an hour. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but like, and he's like, well, what? Like, what is it even anymore? And I go, well, to give you an idea, they're fighting right now to get people fifteen dollars an hour minimum, you know. And but it's, I can't imagine living like that, you know. So, Josevi, thank you so much for joining us. How do people reach you if you have any questions? Oh yeah. Oh, that's a great question. So I'm not sure if this is appropriate, but I'm willing to give away free copies of my upcoming book on my Ooh. website. Yep. So you can reach out to me if you have questions. You can find me on my website at www.thriveandb.com. So if you sign Thrive up there, yep, thriveandb.com, you'll get a free copy of my upcoming book. I hope you all enjoy this book. If you're in business, and you have even ever had a negative thought about or a concern about whether or not you are going to succeed in business, get rid of those thoughts, get the book and put a plan into action because you definitely can succeed. It's the businesses who keep going. Those are the ones who stay in business. Awesome. Thank you so much, Josevi. You're awesome. We're going to have you again when your next book Thrive and be okay. somebody. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. And I'll see you guys while I'm shopping on your other site. <laughs> I'm going to go right now and buy some of these books that you're already offering. So Yeah, we've actually even got the high performance planner on there for 36% off. Wow, that's a good price. Yeah. They're all so good prices. You just, can't have great yeah, So just go to happyhoneys.com, click live shopping. I'm already there. I'm just waiting. Oh. <laughs> all right, I'll remove you. We'll see you but soon. Wait, don't tell Ben because he, he thinks I'm crazy buying all these books. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell him. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you soon. Thanks Take for having me, guys. Uh -huh. Thank you, everyone. Bye -bye. <laughs> we'll see you soon. So, you guys, we have George Chanos coming on next. Um, and uh, he's going to be joining us very, very soon. 
Um, oh, yes, thank you, Josevi. Can you put that website in the chat? We can't. Uh, Dana just joined us, Mew, Cosmic Kaya. Welcome, Dana. Welcome. Um, we're going to add you to the uh, prize wheel to win Josie Jackson's Thrive and Be Somebody. We're going to spin that wheel. Ba -da -ba. When we're done chatting with George Chinos. So I'm so excited to talk to George. He is an incredible guy. He's a thought leader. He was the former, uh, I, I'm not good with politics, so I'm hoping I'm getting this correct, but he was the former attorney general of Nevada. He's an incredible guy. He's intelligent. He has written the book, The Millennial uh, Samurai, and I love some of the advice that he gives in there. I totally agree with it. So let's get him on here. Let's uh, chat with him and find out more. Hi, George. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, how are you? Good. Hello. Good. Good to see you. Thank you. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you. So did I get that right? You were the former attorney general of Nevada? Yes, that's correct. What What years? Um, I was uh, the, important the ones. I'm sorry? The important years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 2005, 2006, I was uh, appointed by Governor uh, Gwynn to fill a vacancy of the uh, then attorney general who became a federal judge and uh, served those two years and uh, decided that politics was way too dysfunctional and toxic to stay in. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, went, went on to uh, have a, a, a wonderful life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. Good to hear. Because you, you're a blast. We've met you several times at our good friend Bajal's house. Um, I think you've even, have you done improv with us? No, no. Oh, you haven't. Oh, my gosh. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet you haven't. <laughs> He's like, oh, God. Um, I talked to a lady yesterday, and she said I suffered through improv. That's what she said. <laughs> That's how you just got suffering through it. Are you getting all these names on the um I am. Wheel? I'm getting okay. everyone's names on we've the price wheel. We've here. got G.I. Joe 07, Jovan, J.C. Mama 3, Rosemary. Um, they're all saying hello to you. So we have a um, – right now we're on a platform um, – that shoots us out to a bunch of platforms, but the main platform we are on is actually Amazon Live. So we've got a bunch of viewers over there and they're all chatting um, and we're seeing it on in a different place. So when I'm looking down and we've got a carousel, I'm gonna pull up uh, your book for the carousel. You guys, you can purchase his book right now. I believe he's shipping me a couple copies to give, for, give away for free, but I don't have them now, so we'll give them at a future live and promote him again. Um, Absolutely. And I love the way how this book has got short little moments for you to be able to to grab and read, uh, which and ironically, I open it up at the one that's love. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it, too, because um, one of the things that I was reading this morning, you you recommend learning languages and we are all learning a language right now. We're learning Spanish. Our whole household is learning Spanish because we have. I have my eight-year-old eight grandson living here, and we want him to start learning language, you know, more languages. So that's, that's fantastic. One of the one of the best things that you can do to exercise your brain and increase the plasticity of your brain. So, do you how do you speak several languages? No, I wish I did. I wish I did. <laughs> I. I uh, I've uh, been doing, uh, you know, a lot of uh, reading and studying my whole life to uh, exercise my brain. But languages, um, two things that I regret that I never did was uh, never learned uh, a second language and uh, uh, or a musical instrument. Two things that I highly recommend people do. 
So um, awesome. I actually did piano when I was younger. So I'll send you a, I'll send you a link to this, app, an, an app after we're done. It's awesome. It's free. A bunch of us are on. It's fun. It's like five minutes a day, like five minutes a day. And it's super fun. Like it's like, it feels like you're playing a game. You can yeah, learn what you want. That's, that's great. And I yeah. will send you the books. Just send me uh, an address and I'll send you some books to give away. And then the other thing that your listeners should know is that uh, they can download a free copy of my book, the entire book, at millennialsamurai.com. Okay. And uh, over 13,000 people have downloaded it so far. Um, so I'm trying to give uh, I'm trying to give away a million copies. Oh, very cool, very cool. That's good. And it's so. What was the what was the catalyst for you to before you? Uh, engaged in this project because it's a beautiful big book. There's a lot of fantastic information, some wonderful tidbits. So what was the catalyst for you to go, I'm going to throw this all together for, for, for people to benefit? Yeah. So in 2012, I, uh, I had a heart attack and um, I, my daughter at the time was 15 years old. And uh, after the heart attack, I was concerned that I might not be here for her. So I sat down, uh, I put my affairs in order um, through my uh, estate planning. And then I sat down and I began to write a letter to my daughter. And uh, in that letter, I was trying to download what I had learned throughout my life and uh, to anticipate questions that she might have uh, that she would have wanted to ask her father if he, if he had been alive. And so I, as I was writing the letter and because I like to write, um, within a month or two, I had over 100 pages in this letter. And then I thought, you know what? This is not a letter. This is, this is a book. This ought to be a book. And why don't I just make it into a book and then leave her a book? So that was my first book. That was a book called Seize Your Destiny, A Roadmap to Success. And, and that essentially was me downloading what I had learned in my 30 years of life on the planet and what I thought she needed to know. And then I realized that the 30-year lifespan that I had was very different than the 30 years in the future that she was going to live through or, you know, her life. So I wanted to know what was going to happen over the next 30 years so that I could advise her about that. So I started researching the future. I started researching what was going to happen over the next 30 years. And that became Millennial Samurai, a mindset for the 21st century. And what you'll find in there is absolutely extraordinary. I just gave a speech today uh, to a group of uh, about 110 people at um, a luncheon here in Las Vegas. And uh, I was talking all about the future and what's going to happen. And it, if, you, if you haven't looked at something, then you really don't have any idea of, of you know, what it's all about. But when you start digging in to uh, what's going to happen over the next 10, 15, 20, and 30 years, it is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, it, uh, it surprised the hell out of me. And I thought, you know, I was a pretty well-read guy and uh, I didn't know any of this stuff. And so I thought I needed to share that with everyone and uh, make people more prepared for the future because we are, going, we are living in the most extraordinary period in human history and there's a technological tsunami on the horizon and it is going to change life as we know it over the next 10, 20, 30 years in ways that none of us can even comprehend. And um, I talk about it in the book. And the book is broken down into 182 chapters that are only one to three pages each. 
and it covers everything that I think you need to know about life in, in the next 30 years. And uh, it prepares you for that life, how to survive and thrive in a technological tsunami. And that's why I'm giving it away for free on online because I want everyone to know about what's going to happen and I want them to be prepared and I wanna to try to empower other people. Um, and if you, don't, uh, if you don't like reading off of your computer on a digital copy, then you'll have to go to Amazon and order the book um, and you'll get a physical copy. I love it, George. I love your passion about this because you know, the very first time I met you, like you didn't know me at all. And you were like, hi, nice to meet you. Here's my book. And you literally gave me your book. And I, and it's, it is really good. You guys, this book is awesome. Um, it is phenomenal. Your, your mindset is exactly in alignment with what my husband and I believe, um, as far as what we kind of preach as well. And so I was just super impressed and it's, it's, a lot of it's common sense stuff, but we don't think about it. Like we just don't think about it. It's it's positive sense. Sometimes we don't see it too commonly. And that's why it's great to grab uh, George's book and have a read. Uh, like um, you're kind of like Nostradamus, you know, telling us uh, go into the future and come back to tell us what's going to help us by, uh, by flipping through this book. And that's a great offer that you've got there for people to just get access to this fantastic knowledge. And what I like to do is like flip and go, okay, what, do I, what should I think about today, focus on? Oh, genomics, the future is beyond our ability to comprehend. Okay, well, I'm gonna get these quick read with these nuggets of information for me now understand what that is. Now, what else do I need? It's like, oh, prioritize. And, and it makes it super easy to read because you can literally just pick up and, yep. and read a chapter at a time. A in, moment here, a moment, a moment there. Yeah, I love how you put this book together. I absolutely love it. And I love all the powerful little quotes with each chapter. And my favorite is action because I'm all about taking action. <laughs> That's my page favorite. 90, I believe. My favorite chapter. 80, 80 is networking, <laughs> which I love. Because it works. Awesome. Action. There we go. So I, lo I love your mission that you really, it sounds like you really want to help people to understand what's coming. Like we, like seriously, we are in such a different, different time. Like I could never have imagined I would have been locked down for two years in a pandemic. I just, that, that thought never crossed my mind. I, I had more stupid fears like spiders. <laughs> you know, like, Especially not, around uh, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> this one, ah, this one. <laughs> So yeah, well, there are there are some modern day Nostradamuses out there. Ray Kurzweil, who's the head of artificial intelligence for Google, uh, has been called a Nostradamus of sorts. And uh, wow. Kurzweil tells us that uh, the singularity, the moment in time when machine intelligence will eclipse human intelligence, is coming by 2029. That's eight years away. Uh, theoretical physicist Stephen Hawking, uh, before he passed away in 2014, said that uh, that moment in time, that singularity that, that uh, Kurzweil is talking about will be the greatest event in human history, greater than fire, greater than the wheel, greater than anything man or woman has ever conceived of. And to have that you know, beyond the immediate horizon and, and the potential for that happening in less than eight years uh, is pretty remarkable. But then Kurzweil goes on beyond that and he says, once we hit the singularity, the, there will be exponential learning growth of artificial intelligence. And within another 10 to 20 years, artificial intelligence will not be our equal. It will be a billion times, a billion times more capable wow. than human intelligence. 
And the human mind doesn't even have the capacity to comprehend what that means. And so change is coming, folks, and it's coming like a freight train. And uh, it's going to change the world that we live in. It's going to create, uh, it has the potential to create a second enlightenment and uh, unprecedented abundance. And it has the potential to create dystopia and an end of life as we know it. So it's really all a matter of how we handle this technology. It's like putting a child in a race car and, uh, you know, how, how is he going to perform? Um, so that's sort of, uh, you know, the, but the difference is, is that in this case, the child built the race car. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he will, uh, he will uh, know how to drive it as well. And not be petulant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I love yeah. it, I love it. Uh, now, there's like over 180 different chapters in it. Is there a couple that are your favorite that you're like, oh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna just read three, you gotta get these ones in there. Yeah, so um, I've actually, I've also, I've also created, um, so I've, I've taken the 182 and I've uh, narrowed that down to 100 that I call the essentials. And I've created these uh, um, worksheets that people can work with with their children that are uh, one page each. So they're all of the topics that you can talk to your kids about and they're one page each. And uh, that's called the essentials. Um, but if I, if I had to narrow it down to uh, three or four, um, I would say the ancient core values of character, courage, commitment, and compassion. Nice. Mm. Compassion, I've been missing that. The lack of compassion I've been seeing in the world in the oh, last yeah. in the last year, last few years, I'm I'm it's I'm I'm floored. Like I'm just floored. Like people are you know, I'm just and you see it more. I mean, we saw it, I saw it years ago because I was on the internet back when there were bulletin board systems and and nobody even knew what the internet was. I had this um friends of mine that worked in the government and they were like, Amy, get this, you got to get a computer. We, got, we can build you one because the thing is coming. It's called the internet. It's going to be amazing. And the amount of trolls we had back then is fairly high, <laughs> but the trolls and what's happening now is insane. Like my daughter's dealing with it. I don't know if you're familiar with the platform, Twitch, but today Twitch, um, a bunch of streamers on there, they're all gamers. A lot of them are gamers, but there's a lot of different genres on there. They all um they all did a, a blackout on Twitch Day and didn't and the stream. They're getting these hate bots that are happening where a hate bot comes into your channel and it starts spewing all this hate and it and you end up having to shut your down. And when you have a stream going and you have to shut your stream down, there's a lot of setup involved. And so to to you can't just jump back on. It doesn't work like that, right? And so there's streams and so they're the the screen wanting twitch to do something more about it because what's happening like they, they they'll use a specific name or like a certain thing in the name and so my daughter recognize it and, and she'll get somebody else that will message her and say hey that's a hate bot you need to block that right away so she's like well if i can see clearly they should have some technology to be able to do that so that's happening on now today yeah, I, I think that the platforms need to uh, accept more responsibility for um, controlling that type of activity. 
there's uh, there's some the, when you read the book, you're going to learn a lot of the things that you need to know about these types of issues. One of the things that you need to know is that your brain is simultaneously your greatest asset and your greatest vulnerability, your greatest weakness. Um, our brains receive 11 million bits of information per second, and that's been happening our whole lives. And yet we can only consciously process 15 to 50 bits of information per second. So the vast majority of information that enters our minds enters our minds outside of our conscious awareness. We're not even aware of it, but it's there. It's, it's, it's coming in every second of the day and it's influencing the way we think and, um, and the way we make decisions. And so there's immense vulnerability in the human brain. And when you have bots that, you know, whether they're hate bots or mischief bots or, you know, uh, foreign government bots or whatever they are, uh, the ability to potentially influence people is, is enormous and it creates a very significant liability. So people don't really kind of understand this, but this little, this little phone here has 100,000 times the computing power that NASA had in 1969. This is technology, <laughs> right? Twitter, wow. Twitter is technology. TikTok yeah. is technology. And, and what you're experiencing with these devices, with, with these technologies, is essentially the water on the floor of a pending tsunami. So you've got a massive amount, a technological tsunami that's on the horizon, and you're just getting a taste of it. Right now, what you're describing is a little taste of the technology and the disruption that's on its way. And unless you're aware, you know, uh, Cheryl um, Sandberg, uh, the COO of Facebook, the only female on their board of directors, uh, former chief of staff of Larry Summers, the U.S. Secretary of Treasury, Sandberg says, you cannot change that which you are unaware of. But once you are aware, you cannot help but change. So we need to increase awareness in this country mm -hmm. and around the world. We need to increase awareness about what's going on. You, you can't be prepared for something that you're unaware of. So if people are oblivious to these issues, um, it, it, you know, it, it can't work out well. So I really believe that we need to increase awareness. I, I believe more people need to be talking about these issues. More people need to be talking about social media more and, and its influence. Suicide rates among uh, people, uh, adolescent uh, girls have tripled. Um, and uh, it's having a profound effect on society. So we need to pay attention to these things. On the one hand, this technology can create a second enlightenment. If used properly, this technology can educate the world. Um, you know, we don't need 250,000 teachers teaching algebra. Uh, we could have one teacher who's a brilliant mathematician teaching everyone algebra over the internet uh, um, or over Zoom. And, um, you know, why aren't we making these adjustments? Why aren't we having the greatest minds at Harvard and Stanford teaching all of us? Why are they only teaching a select few, you know? Why, wow. why, aren't, why, aren't we, why aren't we broadcasting every one of their classes to the planet for free, right? Good point. I mean, no seriously. Way. You know, I hadn't even thought about that, but George, here's the thing. Like, okay, so I was a dance teacher when I was really young. I started teaching dance at age 13. 
at 16 years old, I was in a, in a bit of an emotionally abusive environment and I left home and I had to quit dancing. So during the pandemic, I found this website and I picked up dancing again. I'm doing ballet, I'm doing jazz, I'm doing hip hop, I'm doing everything. But what's so cool about it is I've got the technology. We have this big screen up here. So in front of you, in, right in front of me, here's my dance studio. So it's literally a screen projector. It's on a big screen. I feel like I'm in the class. And I'm taking classes from people that I would only have ever dreamed of being able to take a class from. Exactly. And, and I love it because like I can, I can slow the teacher down. I can put her on a loop. I can watch her from the front to the back. I mean, like I have, like I am learning dance in such a way that I never even thought possible, or or thought I could teach that way. I, I'm just, it's the technology is incredible. So you're right. Why aren't we teaching our kids like that? I mean, exactly. Why aren't the greatest scientists and the greatest mathematicians and the greatest philosophers, the greatest teachers, you know, why aren't these people teaching everyone? You know, uh, why aren't we harnessing technology? Instead, we've got, you know, uh, people, you know, uh, doing uh, tweaking and, uh, uh, you know, pranks and the Kardashians and, I mean, all the crap that we have on, on social media. Why aren't we harnessing this amazing force for change? I mean, we literally have the opportunity to create a second enlightenment. We have the ability, we have the technology, we have the people. Um, it can absolutely be done today. There are so many things that we could do. Um, you know, let like me give what? you the first What can we do? What can we do? Like, what can we do? Well, just, you know, create awareness. Create awareness about this opportunity. And the more people start realizing uh, that there's an opportunity, you, you know, Milton Friedman was a Nobel Prize winning economist out of the University of Chicago. And, and he won his Nobel Prize for a simple observation, which is that people operate out of self-interest. People do what is it what it is in their self-interest to do. Okay. Absolutely. So if we explain to people, if we explain to people that it is in their self-interest to open their minds, that it is in their self-interest to collaborate with others, if they if that, that it isn't that that opposing viewpoints are assets rather than liabilities. Uh, that can inform us and enlighten us. Um, if, if people understand that there's this technological tsunami on the horizon and the collaboration is essential, cooperation, collaboration, compassion, these are essential elements for our survival as a species. And if people begin to understand this, then Milton Friedman tells us, once they understand it's in their self-interest, maybe they'll stop fighting and maybe they'll stop cooperating or start cooperating. So uh, I think it goes back to awareness. Um, and that's why I'm giving away the books online. And that's why I am speaking. And that's why I'm doing this interview today is because I want to get the word out that change is coming. The answer is for us to collaborate. Uh, together, we will survive and thrive and could have a glorious future for ourselves and our children and future generations. Or we can continue to fight. We can continue to not collaborate. We can continue to ignore the plight of our fellow man. And then we will end up in a very bad place. And so, so once everybody realizes that, then maybe they'll wake up and maybe they'll start taking action 
and maybe they'll start cooperating and collaborating. But that's really what we need, you know, and and it's not just me saying this. I mean, oh. look at nature, look at nature, look at look at uh, colonies, look at colonies of bees, look at uh, um, ant, ant farms, look at uh, schools of fish, look at flocks of sterling. They all collaborate. They work together. It's the it's the path forward. It's the way that things work out the best. We are profoundly interdependent with one another. We need each other. You know, the fire ant can't swim. They drown in torrential rains. In order to avoid drowning, they lock their legs and self-assemble into floating rafts. Together, they survive. Alone, they would perish. Humans are no different. Together, working together, we survive and we thrive. Alone, arguing, not cooperating, not collaborating, not being compassionate to one another, not thinking, I, thinking I'm not my brother's keeper, that type of mentality is going to harm us all, including those who practice that type of mentality. So, you know, people need to understand that it is very much in their self-interest to help the other guy, to help their neighbor and, uh, and to work together. That's absolutely true. Uh, that I was, uh, or a uh, right from uh, the nature of science. I was talking about uh, Charles Darwin and the theory of uh, evolution and survival of this and survival of the fittest. Charles Darwin himself says is true if these elements come into play and there's other plays now and it's collaboration is how nature lives more so. There are unique elements where this wins, but the group or the herd or the collection and even different interspecies are working together the positive outcome for all. Uh, so modern science or technology or has said, oh, I've got to be better than everyone, but actually by working together, the collaboration businesses link and work together, that is people link and work together, huge changes can happen. I backpacked through Africa and they had a lot less, and yet I saw things take place. And I saw so many more smiles and laughter by people going, oh, it doesn't matter whether we're different. It doesn't matter if you have more money. This is what we're doing. You want to be a part of it. Yeah, sure, I want to be. A How can I contribute? And about opposing teams and fighting, what Amy and I teach in a lot of our seminars is that that concept of, okay, it doesn't matter what happened. We want to look at what was wrong. We want to look at how can, because when we said those millions of bits of information through the bank, if we're like, well, what went wrong? Oh, all that evidence from those million bits of evidence of what's wrong, what's wrong. Yet if we go, how this be better, then from those millions of information, we get this and this. If we can saying, how can this be better? I agree what happened. Now, how can it be better? How can we be better? How can we be supportive? How can we create this fire ants for happy humans, happy humans, technological tsunami? Yeah. You know, Darwin, Darwin said it's not, the, uh, it's not the strongest or the most intelligent that survive. It's those most capable of adaptation, number one. Number two, any CEO at any major company today will tell you that teams beat individuals every time. Uh, put together a good every team and, and that team will beat an individual every time. 
But there's even more simple kind of proof, right? Look at, look at the show, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, right? So how many contestants did they have on? In, in all of their uh, um, uh, shows, uh, you could choose to, you had three lifelines. One was to take a 50-50 split of the answers and you would increase your odds by 50%. The other one was you could call an expert and you would increase your odds by 66% on average over all of the shows. But the third one was you could ask the audience and if you ask the audience, the audience was right more than 90% of the time. So, wow. so, so there's a great book called The Wisdom of Crowds. And basically it proves that crowds come up with the best answers, um, not individuals. You know, if you, if you uh, um, had a NASA scientist, uh, you put a bunch of beans in a jar and you ask the NASA scientist, um, how many beans are in the jar? Or you asked Albert Einstein how many beans are in the jar. Um, they'd come up with a pretty good guess. But if you took a thousand people and you, or normal people, you took a thousand normal people and you asked them how many beans are in the jar, the average of those people's guesses would be the winner. It would beat out the Einstein or the NASA scientist. That's what the wisdom of crowds tells us. So the power of us working collaboratively is Together. undeniable. It's documented time and time again through major studies and through you know tremendous volume of experience over time. We are profoundly interdependent as human beings. We need each other. We are at our best when we work together in teams. Um, in, in, in his book, Sapiens, uh, Yuval Noah Harari talks about this and says that this ability of humans to collaborate at a large scale is what allowed them to move to the top of the food chain. It's what allowed us to be the supreme beings on this planet, is our ability to collaborate with one another, our ability to think ahead and plan. These are the two strengths that humans have over all other animals. All animals collaborate, but human beings um, were able to develop these social fictions that allowed them to collaborate in larger groups. So in the beginning, as cavemen, we would collaborate, we could collaborate to about 100 or 150 people in a tribe, and that was pretty much the max. Then we started developing these social fictions like religions, churches, uh, towns, villages, city-states, nation-states, um, and, and those social fictions caused us to be able to trust one another and to understand, oh, you're an American, I'm an American. Oh, you're from Chicago, I'm from Chicago. That type of, of social arrangement allowed humans to collaborate in the millions. Um, animals don't collaborate in the millions, um, but humans do. And, and they do when they're, when they're tied together by a social fiction. So when we all say, you know, we're all Americans, we're in this together, um, we rise to the occasion like we did in World War II. Um, or 9-11. You know, yeah, or 9-11. Or, 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 or in that, or in that China, situation. Right? And, and that's another interesting thing is that it's in our nature. It's in our nature. You, you, have, a, you have a natural disaster like 9-11 or you have a natural disaster like Katrina, and people come together. 
They don't ask if the guy that they're pulling out of the lake is black or white or Christian or Jewish or, you know, whatever he is. They just help him pull him out of the lake. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, because that's our that's our inherent nature. Right. So in crisis, this this shows itself. Right. But when we're not in crisis, then, you know, somehow we lose sight of this and we start to worry about ourselves. And, and what people really need to understand is it's not about you. It's not about your guns. It's not about your feelings on race. It's not about your feelings on abortion. It's it's about us. It's about all of us. Right. So take your feelings and put them on the back burner and start thinking about humanity. Start thinking about all of us. Start thinking about all 335 million Americans. Start thinking about all seven and a half billion people on the planet. That's the mindset that we need to cultivate. And the I way we cultivate that. that is we create awareness that the tsunami is coming, right? If you think it's bad now, wait until automation eliminates 50% of the jobs, right? Then, then you're gonna have a situation, right? So get out ahead of it, get out ahead of it and start working with each other, start talking about the issues, start thinking about how we can harness technology to move the entire planet forward, to move the entire country forward, to lift all boats, you know, start thinking in those terms, start thinking about uh, your place in society um, and, and how you can be a contributing part of a bigger and better future. I, I love that so much, George, and I could talk to you forever. So we would love to have you back again at some point if that would be possible. I think this is a brilliant conversation and I just I absolutely love where, where you're taking this and how you're thinking about it. Um, I do think that it's very important. Oh, the sound cut out? Hmm. Our sound cut out. I'm not sure. Okay, no problem. Sorry also about the lighting. At five o'clock, the sun comes through my window. And oh, uh, it's so just making you look hot. Okay. <laughs> Um, but we are going to spin this wheel for Josephie Jackson's book. We're going to keep pushing your book, George. Um, thank you so much. Is there a way that they can contact you if they have any questions? Yeah, you can reach me at George J or I'm sorry, GJ Chanos. G is in George, J is in James Chanos. You have my email, gjchanos.com. Feel free to put it up uh, and let people know they can reach out to me. Uh, they can also find me on social media under George J. Chanos. I'm on Instagram. I'm on uh, uh, Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Um, so they can connect with me there. And I, I am constantly putting out information uh, in an attempt to try to empower people. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. Well, you're a source of some wonderful and well thought out information, uh, eloquently and clearly uh, presented in such a way that novice can also be... Um, made aware of information that probably weren't aware of before. So that's yeah. very good. AC Mom okay. of Three said, thank you so much for sharing tonight. We've got a bunch of other comments um, that I kind of missed because we were I was just so involved <laughs> in, in the conversation. Um, but no questions, so that's okay. Um, if there was a question, I would have popped it out. But thank you so much, George. And I'll reach out to you. I'm going to send you that uh, that link to that app because I'd love to have you learn some languages with me. Absolutely. I'd love it. Thank okay. you. All right, cool. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome, you guys. We are going to do a prize wheel spin. So this is your last chance. Joe said, yes, I enjoy it. 
Are we gonna? Are we able to get that on the screen by chance? I'm going to see. Guys, <laughs> this is a new technology. You guys were uh, using. We, yeah. Streamyard is what we're using. Oh, Evans family, hello. Have posted just in the. <laughs> hey, so Evans family, add Evans family as well. Evans family is in there. You guys, we've got some great books. We've got some for free down there. Go grab those for free. We've got. Um, we have uh, got. The first two in the front are the authors that we had on today, but we also have a free book of, um, we've got a 99 cents for the fearless entrepreneur. I'm going to just go over some of these while Jamie's getting these into the, um, getting your names into the prize wheel. Uh, we also have the one thing, oh my gosh, I love this. It's down to 16 bucks. Oh, I recognize that music. There's a little teaser. There's a little teaser. It's coming. It's coming. Okay. Uh, we've got Rich Dad, Dad, zero. It costs zero for you. Grab that right now. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that. We have uh, three feet gold, zero. It costs nothing. Grab that right now. Um, G.I. Uh, says, good luck, everyone. Uh, let's see. We've got some good. Oh, be obsessed or be average. This is one of my favorite books, you guys. I have it on Audible. I absolutely love it. It's zero. It costs zero. So grab those books, guys. They're free. Mm -hmm. Just get them. You know, just grab them. Grab your free prizes. Um, we've got the Grain Brain. We've got Women God. Um, I love that one. Uh, we've got the the emotion code is seven percent off. Something that Jamie certified actually. Um, he uses it's a great book. He uses the emotion code for both of us quite often, and we absolutely love it. Um, a, a quick little uh, the book goes into a lot more detail. It's a wonderful uh, course, self awareness. Uh, so, when we have an emotion, emotion is an intense amount of energy. And if we're in a situation where we feel we can't express that emotion, some of that energy blocked get locked into the body. So the body, as we know, is energy. Everything's energy. You have energy meridians, circuits running through. you got your main um, governing meridian running down the spine. There's times where that energy, when it's in your body, doesn't release. And so going through the Emotion Code book, you learn a way in which you can release those little energetic moments. Um, I just realized we should just text Dr. Bradley Nelson if he wants to come and interview. Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> get Dr. A, Bradley Nelson here with us. He's a great guy. Yeah, let's, awesome. I'll, I'll text him tomorrow. Um, awesome. Okay, can we get or what, How are you going to do this? I'm going to. Are we going to do it old school? I'm going to do it super old school. <laughs> hey, everybody. Here's okay. a wheel of night. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it's moving. It wants bah, to do it. Bah, let's bah, see. Bah, let's go. And it is Jovan Williams. Jovan Williams. Jovan Williams. Congratulations, Jovan Joseph. Josebi Jackson's book. book. Uh, Jovan, are you here? Are the you still small here? Survival guy. Are you still here? Are you still here, Jovan? Are you here? Are you here? Uh, yeah, the, check the chat here. Um. Yeah. But, um. Um. Nope. Nope. Um, but she has to be on this chat. Anyway. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. well, well, that's where her name came from, so. Okay. Uh, she was actually on here. Oh, Jovan she was, was on here. <laughs> okay, I think we need to stay. I don't think Jovan is here. 
All right. All right. We're spinning again, guys. Oops. The spin. Who wants to win Joe's heavy book? Oh, hang on. Sitting in the library, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. And G.I. Joe 7. G.I. Joe 7. And he just said congrats. So, so he's really here. G.I. Joe 7, you just won uh, the Small Business Survival Guide by Josevi Jackson. Small Business Survival Guide by Josevi Jackson. Uh, you know where to go? Go to happyhands.com and click on the messaging and message me and uh, send me your address. I can ship you this lovely book. Awesome. Congratulations. Woo! Good job, Thank you for sharing um, the time with us, folks. I hope you got all the information, knowledge, awareness, ideas, and, of course, free books. you got to grab them. Absolutely. Sure. Grab those. Again, thank you guys so much. We'll be back next week. I think we have Angel Tookie. She's going to teach us how to get discovered. And we also have a Louis, Louise, and she's an amazing lady. Um, and Dana says, love free books. Thank you, Dana, for joining us. Make sure you scroll over at the top and follow us if you're not following us. That we. That way you will get notified when we go live. Dana, the Cosmic Kia. Dana, Cosmic I, Kia. When I saw that, I thought Cosmic Kitty Cat. Exactly, exactly. So Because I wasn't very well with my phones or eyeglasses. That's good. So, yeah, glad you're here. Come over and follow us. Um, this will be happening every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also have the uh, unboxing unknown live ways at eleven a.m. on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday and Friday and Pacific Standard Time, and we're starting next week uh, um, from Inner World. From Inner Middle World. Middle, middle world. world Herbs. <laughs> middle World. <laughs> See, it's so new. <laughs> middle World Herbs. There's a H in it. Yeah. Herbs. Middle World Herbs. That's going to be on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and Thursdays at 11 a.m. See you on her channel. Um, uh, but live five times if you want us. So again, and uh, remember, is knowledge, not power. That's right. So remember, when you read a book, you're holding hands and sharing mind of an author who has something valuable to share. Tag along with Amy and Jamie while we meet the authors Right here on Amazon Live Ask questions to win a prize From your favorite author's life So come yeah, on just yeah. Tag along with Amy and Jamie while we meet the authors Right here on Amazon Live Ask questions to win a prize From your favorite author's life Woo! See you guys next time <laughs>